0: From Relay FM, this is virtual episode 19. Today's show is brought to you by Dash, where you can create beautiful dashboards with just a few clicks, and Sketch Party TV, the fun, fast drawing and guessing game for the Apple TV. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined as always by Mr. Federico Vittigi. Happy holidays, Federico.
1: Happy holidays to you too, as well, Mike. How are you? I am very well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm um, in between. Uh Finishing all my Mac stories, work for the for the year, and buying presents, which is an interesting spot. Are you gonna like uh,
0: you gonna take any days off at all?
1: I think so. Uh, wanna wanna catch up on some podcasts. I want to play more games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I need some sort of break. You know, A couple
0: of days, <laughs> couple of days to recharge those batteries,
1: huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be. A lot of batteries to recharge, but I I haven't stopped writing since August. You know? Well, you're a writer, Federico, you know? I am. It's what you I guess do. It's what you do. This is the life I chose, so <laughs> 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 it is Mike, indeed. Mike. Yes, sir. I have some stuff to discuss about Minecraft. Uh but that's in a few minutes. Yes. If you don't mind, I know that you have some follow-up about Minecraft and I, do. I, I have a couple of links that I want to mention. Um do you want to do more follow-up?
0: I do. It turns out that I have been consistently getting the name of uh the <laughs> end of Minecraft. Uh-huh. Uh, incorrect. Well, you
1: got to you got to appreciate the consistency.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I've basically every single week have said the exact same thing. Uh, and every single week, have said the exact same, uh, have made the exact same mistakes, and now, like I've got the doc, I've got this uh, in our document, right? To 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 say, like, oh, you know, this is what I've done, this sort i them wrong, and oh, there we go. I've, I've, I've lost the person's name, but I found it now. So this is from listener Tommy uh, or Tommy. Um, basically, what I have been calling the end, which is the nether, is not the end. Of Minecraft, so mm-hmm. this is this comes from Tommy. Nether isn't the end game of Minecraft, but rather a step of progression. It's actually a third dimension called End, which is where you'll find the final boss. After defeating it and exiting the End, the credits start rolling. In order to get to End, you have to complete a couple of required tasks, including a visit to the Nether and finding the, ne- the Nether Fortress, so you can activate the End Portal. Now, in the show notes, there's a couple of images which show. Uh, the portal to the nether and what happens in the end. So I'm going to put them in, but if you don't want any spoilers, don't look at them. I
1: I look at I, I looked. That's fine. I'm i mean sorry. Because
0: let's be honest, Federico, you're probably never going to get to it because it's, uh, it's incredibly difficult. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And also, it's it's not necessarily we'll find out. It's not necessarily the way that you play the game. Um, yeah. So there you go. So thank you, Tommy, for correcting me. Uh, Nether is not the end. End is the end.
1: End is the end. End
0: is the end. Of course.
1: When you think about it, it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. So, Mike, um, I collected some links that I want to talk to you about. Okay, what is have that we got?
0: Okay? Yeah, no, please. I would love that.
1: We got an interview on ABC News with Shigeru Miyamoto. It's not a particularly uh, great interview, in the sense that it it doesn't reveal groundbreaking new information. Uh, But just a couple of interesting details. The first one is that Miyamoto says that people try to ask Nintendo to do a Mario movie all the time. Like consistently companies, movie studios, want to make a Mario movie. Yeah, I think this and came
0: out because there was, in the Sony leaks, there yes. was some information about a Mario movie, wasn't there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and ABC News asked Miyamoto about it, and it was like, yeah, people try to to do Mario movies all the time, and generally, I mean, all the time we, we, we turn them down, because uh, for reasons, you know, Nintendo doesn't want to do Mario movies. So... There you go. You won't be able to see Mario in a movie anytime soon. You you can get like Pikmin short movies on the eShop.
0: Oh yeah, they're really promoting those heavily at the moment yeah, in all those yeah. YouTube videos that they're a part of.
1: Yeah, but no Mario movies. Okay. Uh, and the second the second detail is that uh, Miyamoto says in regard to uh, the amiibo uh, being some uh, at least some amiibo characters being uh, uh, effectively non-existent on store shelves he says that some amiibo could potentially come back as uh, cards at some point. Uh, yeah, this
0: doesn't make I, any sense to me. So they won't sell the figures anymore, but they'll sell like NFC cards with the characters on them. Yeah. Like, is do we need that? Like, do we need more confusion in the amiibo world? I, like, I'm not sure if we do need that. Uh, yeah, uh, very, very confusing to me. I think. Oh, I do uh, have, I, think- I have one I have one last uh I do have one last piece of of follow-up that I forgot mm-hmm. to mention which is also about kind of Nintendo stuff. Um so a friend of the show Steve Lubetz, who is the host of the great isometric podcast on 5x5 he suggested to me that I should get a
1: Pro controller for more you. Um for, for- I mean, you got, uh, besides the gamepad, did you get a Wii Remote? Yeah,
0: yeah, but because I remember I said that I bought an extra Wiimote and Nunchuck. Yes. But he suggested that I actually pick up a Pro Controller too. Mm-hmm. So I have that. There is one on the way for me. I'm, I have the oh. most tricked out Wii U known to man. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, you basically went from no Wii U to a crazy Wii U setup.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm catching up with everybody else, you know.
1: Yeah, you're either. Black or white, you know. There's no gray area for no, you. This no. is like no Wii U or everything Wii U. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm glad. By the go way. big or go home. Yeah. Um, Minecraft. The, there's a great, really great article at BuzzFeed um, about this. Is a this is really fantastic a community inside Minecraft, like a Minecraft uh, server um helping children with uh autism so uh i think the there's a, a server called uh Outcraft is if i'm correct um let me read there was the details of this uh Minecraft community server Outcraft um it's a multiplayer server for um for Minecraft where there's um a couple of administrators uh, lots of moderators and over 5000 players these are all children uh with mm, aspergers or autism and basically it's become uh the one of the the most popular destination for uh children who suffer from this kind of a um f- from you know these uh these problems and they managed to turn this Minecraft server into a community that goes way, way, way beyond the game itself. That's so it's amazing. A, yes, it's a it's a effectively like a helping community. Uh, the, the, the administrators and the moderators uh, they listen to children, they know parents, and and like it's it's like a big family, you know, based on Minecraft, and and it's amazing. And go read the article on Buzzfeed because it's really, really worth it. Like like it gave me a totally different perspective of Minecraft and especially for the multiplayer uh, which, which we we don't discuss normally uh, because you play Minecraft uh, I guess in single player mode yep. and I'm just getting started with Minecraft now so we didn't really touch on the multiplayer aspect and this is a great really example of the like being able to set up your own server and do stuff that you know you you cannot do this kind of community stuff in other multiplayer games. No. Uh,
0: this is what I've, like I've tried to to highlight to you obviously not cuz I didn't know this but like the the power of Minecraft is mm-hmm. in its the incredible things that people do with it, you know. Yeah. And this is a a real example of that.
1: Yeah. Next up is a new trailer for Final Fantasy 15. Uh, Mike, hopefully this one will be your first Final Fantasy uh, <laughs> that you will play on a console. We'll see. Uh, see, if you look at, there was a trailer posted by Square Enix uh, for the Jump Festa uh, festival, I guess uh, it's the correct name. Um, the trailer looks really good in my opinion. Um, the game is looking better to my eyes. Like I- I'm more intrigued. I'm more. I'm more like excited. I'm sorry to be excited about this game in spite of the. Still weird uh road trip component of these four white dudes in a car. Um but there seems to be some sort of like one kind of those epic plots, you know, with politics and stuff. Um there's a female seed character which is new for the Final Fantasy series and encouraging to see Enix doing this. Yeah. Uh, the but combat.
0: She, she's not dressed very like you know, it, it's encouraging to see a female character, but again, she's she's kind of sexualized quite quite a bit. Yeah, some of the images that I've seen, anyway, because this is the first time I've actually I'm actually watching the trailer as we speak.
1: Yeah, I know. Because I, remem- I remember still-
0: when we originally spoke about this, though, like we were like saying that there were no there were there seemed to be no women in it. So. Yep. I mean, I, I don't know if, if a character like this is better than no female character. Like, I don't know, like, what the well, effect is in the long term, but I guess... Yeah, the
1: thing is that Seed is like... Um, so in Final Fantasy, uh, there's uh, recurring names and characters and, like, monsters. Mm-hmm. And Seed is uh, a character that changes in every Final Fantasy, but there's always a Seed. Right, like sometimes is is uh, a knight, sometimes he's, a like a magician, and this time is a female mechanic. And from the perspective of you know longtime Final Fantasy players, the fact that it's not a white male is a big right. deal. So it's a big uh, change. It's a good. It's, it's a step a in the right
0: cha- direction, basically.
1: Still dressed, you know, as a it, it, she's uh, appears to be sexualized, as yeah. you said. Hopefully, you will be able to change the costume or whatever. Uh, small, small steps, I guess, for Square Enix in this. From this point of view, hopefully, we'll we'll see more of these uh, diversification of characters.
0: Graphically, this is looking stupendous. Like yes. it, the gameplay footage that is in yes. this trailer
1: is. It looks like a solid sixty frames per second. Yeah. Some animations are still funny, like yeah. like the walking animation is weird. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is looking good. It is looking good. I'm the, excited. They
0: are clearly really hinging. Like they're going full full throttle on the road trip.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Did you see? You can drive around town. Yeah, I uh, know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, and last, Mike, and uh, this is a game that I will talk about in a bit as well. There's another good article by Jeremy Parrish at US Gamer about uh, just reevaluating fantasy life for the 3DS. Um and, and this is uh this was interesting for me because uh, I talked to you about fantasy life, how much I love the game, and but the reviews haven't been great. You know, it mm-hmm. it I think it averages between like 6 and 7, and that's been, you know. Uh, I saw some reviews with, like, 5 out of 10. Uh, it didn't review really, really, really well. Uh, but there's plenty of, like, it's a misunderstood game, and I agree with the, with the basic premise of the article. Um, it's, it's a game that doesn't review well because it requires being slow, taking your time, and it's this... Strange combination between Animal Crossing and an action RPG. Um, the multiplayer is not as uh, is not as flexible as like uh, Final Fantasy XIV, for example. And it's a really like it's a creative game. It's weird and different, and it doesn't review well on video game blogs. So I'm glad that uh, Jeremy has done this kind of uh, revaluation of the game a couple of months after its release. you will find all the links in the show notes um, which Mike can tell you what you can find them
0: if you'd like to find the show notes for this week's episode the best best place to go well maybe already in the app that you use you might find them there but if you are looking to peruse them on a website the the premier website which you should visit is relay.fm slash virtual slash 19
1: I so, am. Uh, I am glad, Mike, that you went back to normal instructions.
0: Well, you know, you gotta vary it a little bit here and there. You it's know, a it's a Christmas guessing. gift. Yeah, it's it's it a was... Christmas gift to everybody. It's just a pretty pretty standard show notes. Easy, easy
1: to find show notes. Was uh-huh. <laughs> your gift?
0: So uh, yeah. I just want to take a very quick break to thank our first sponsor for this week's episode. Our good friends over at Dash, and they have prepared a lovely little song for us this week. Oh. We have the song? We do have the song, Federico. Oh, I'm excited. You know, okay. we're, we're fancy too, you know. It's not just these these other shows that get the song. We get the song. Uh, and uh so I want to play the song for you. Well goddamn, it's dash where you can easily create real time. Dashboards that show information. There are dozens of pre-built widgets for services like app figures, Google Analytics, GitHub, and don't forget the com, you don't need no credit card go to the dash.com play with it because it is fun
1: oh, God damn, it's Dash. you can also show custom data it's got a great api to share Free. For 10 bucks a month, unlimited private dashboards could be yours. So go to thedash.com. They're currently running a promotion. If you sign up at thedash.com, private dashboards, you'll be able to get one. Go to
0: So thank you so much to Dash for sponsoring this week's episode of virtual. As they say in the beautiful, beautiful music, go to thedash.com and sign up. So, Federico Bottici.
1: Yes, that's my name. Tell
0: me what you have done this week.
1: I have bought uh, some Christmas presents. Uh Uh-huh. I'm preparing for tomorrow night's dinner, which will be insane. Right. But besides that, um, I bought Minecraft on the PSN for the PS Vita. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, uh, I think, eighteen euros, and I started playing Minecraft. And I, so let's let's cut to the chase. Um, I I can't figure out how to survive my first night. Okay. So
0: tell me, talk through with me. Tell me what's happening here.
1: So I started playing the game, Mm -hmm. and you told me uh, that the first thing to do is to uh, find some sort of, or at least build some sort of shelter Mm -hmm. for the first night, because you want to survive the monsters. And so I started the game. It took me a while to to figure out, like, what I'm supposed to do now, and... I played with the balance. I I, I I got confused initially that on the PS Vita, I don't know if this is the case on other platforms, you can you can change the camera from first person to see your character's face. Yeah, you can um, do that. Okay, that was kind of strange. Uh, but then I, I basically started exploring and I started punching like the grass and trees and monsters. I realized that I couldn't punch monsters because they, they would fight back. Mm-hmm. So I started punching like cows and pigs. Uh, that was pretty useless. And then I'm like, I I, I got an explanation of the craft, uh, the crafting system. So I started punching trees to collect wood, and I I made a stick. So I went around for like twenty minutes with a stick, uh, beating down animals, uh, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, because it was starting to be sunset. Um, I realized that I needed to uh that I needed to hurry and and make um make a shelter. So I I went to the top of a like a hill and because there were trees, so I started uh collecting more wood. I, I made some uh like like one of those um planks, I yeah. think. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um I I began like I, I found a good spot. And I began like um, making walls for some sort of cube, and I wanted to be inside this cube to protect myself. And as soon as I started um, building this uh, shelter, uh, it, it was night, and there was one of those um, what's the name? A creeper, mm-hmm. one of those green things that ex- uh, they explode yep. when they get near you. So I couldn't I couldn't build my my first Sheltering time because a creeper um, uh, assaulted me, and then I started escaping. And there was another monster with a it started shooting arrows yeah, at me. The skeletons and I died. So I tried the second time, and this time I didn't. I didn't like fool around and, and pick down pigs with a yeah, stick. No time. For, just no
0: time for pig punching. You know, you, yes, you got to get I, in there and build.
1: I went. Back to another hill because I I, I think I got transported uh, like I respawned in yeah. a different in a different spot yep. and and I didn't I didn't have uh, the items that I crafted nope. um, before and then I I later realized that the items are kept for um, a few minutes where you died mm-hmm. but I didn't know that because no. the game doesn't tell you anything at nope, all it doesn't and so I again I made a stick. Um, and then for some reason, because I just like to go around with a stick, and then I I went back to the hill real quickly and this time I built uh, a shelter, and I sent you a photo. So it was really a cube, like there was um, one wall was um, actually the ground, so I constructed this uh, wooden structure around it and then I closed myself inside this cube, and and I sent you a photo. At that point, because you told me that I needed to spend the night, uh, basically I I stood there for like 10 minutes just doing nothing because I was waiting for the night to pass. The problem, see, I was pretty satisfied at that point because I I was like, yep, I I think I know. I I got this game now. Like I know what to do. The problem is that I was inside my shelter and I could hear noises uh, outside. Mm-hmm. So when I was inside, I I heard that a spider basically got near my shelter and eventually decided to wait on top, like on my roof. Yeah, There was. They make some like an awful clicking noise, like it's a black spider with red eyes. Yep. And, like, they jump at you and they kill you, and it's extremely difficult to escape because they're fast. So I didn't know what to do. Uh, At first I guessed, okay, maybe when the night is over, the spider will go away. So I waited for, like, 20 minutes, doing nothing. I went back to checking Twitter because I didn't know what to do inside my my wooden cube. Um, Eventually I got tired. I... I destroyed the entrance of my shelter and the spider killed me. Mm -hmm. Is there anything different I could have done? And I stopped playing because I I was upset.
0: Oh, okay. So, here's a few things for you. So, what you need to have is a weapon. Now, you can build swords. You can even build wooden swords. So, you need to look into that. So you need to build some, you need to get, you need to to weaponize yourself, so you can defend yourself against the spiders, because the spiders mm. do hang around. So you do mm. kind of have to deal with
1: them. But if but you, it's not fair. I mean, I, I had a nice <laughs> wooden shelter, and I, and I took extremely but the shelter good will still be there. Really,
0: you just need to find it. Huh?
1: I need to find it again. The
0: game doesn't start over. Everything you build remains. Really? Yeah
1: see that's good okay, but right. what about the spider when
0: well, you just you need if if you have a weapon
1: and a wooden sword will do you can very easily deal with them very easily you yeah say? you just hmm. kill them yeah so I want to so, kill the spider <laughs> huh <laughs> like <laughs> I really want to kill that <laughs> you know yeah so you it's, need it's to. it's ugly and
0: you need to build a sword but, but the first thing you need to do is right see so try and get some weapons made out of wood, right? So you want to get a sword and you get an axe and you want to get a shovel and you can make those very easily, right? Using what you have. And then you Mm -hmm. can use those to continue to mine and then you can find stone and then you can make stone weaponry, right? Which will help protect you against some of these things. However, what I would suggest you do is take the easy way out like I did. Okay. Now, because I... I want you to appreciate some of the beauty and the wonder of Minecraft. And people aren't going to like this, I don't think. But I think that a nicer way to play it for that reason is to remove the enemies. And you can do this in the settings.
1: Yeah, I saw. um, There was a peaceful, easy, normal, and hard. And I went with normal.
0: Yeah, play peaceful.
1: With no enemies? No enemies. No, I'll get bored. You won't. I'll tell you. You've not... Trust
0: me. Okay? Trust me on this. You trust... Just trust me. What do I do? Like,
1: I needed some sort of basic challenge. Yeah, the challenge that I will set for you is to explore the world. No, 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 no. no. I I know myself. Survival is a much more intriguing challenge. You still are
0: surviving, because as you're tunneling through the world, there are dangers. You could fall into huge pits, you could be killed by lava, you could drown. Like, there is still danger, because every time you're tunneling into a rock, you don't know what's going to be behind the next part. I don't know. Okay, so do this then. Make some weaponry, and play that way. Yes. If you don't uh, like that because I I still find the game to be frustrating like that. Um and because my the the thing that I like to do most in Minecraft is to explore. And the easiest way to do that is to remove the things that tried to kill me other than my own mistakes. And and that's just the way that I, I like to play.
1: Can I remove them at any time? Uh I'm not
0: sure about that. Maybe. Maybe okay. you can change the difficulty.
1: Yeah, so uh, a couple of thoughts that I had in playing this as a as a newcomer to, the, to Minecraft. Um, the game doesn't really tell you anything at all. Like it, on the PS Vita it only tells you how the crafting menu works and some other basic control and that's it. Like, they don't explain to you, hey, you can make swords in this way or you can make sticks in this other way. It's just they, they set you there mm-hmm. like they, they leave you in at the beginning of the game and just you're on your own yeah which is kind of awesome uh but also for someone who's new and maybe older than you know these kids trying minecraft today uh like like it's not the typical you know I, I usually i'm being told how to start a game and this is new to me you know because 20 years of Gaming and I, I don't think I ever, I ever started a game that didn't tell me, hey, this is how you get started, you know, or you know without, and I, and I guess that the fact that that I'm, I I usually don't play games without a story, uh, it doesn't help my 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 perspective, uh, but but still this is a uh, new and intriguing. Now I just gotta figure out because you told me that the shelter is still there, so I need to find my shelter again. Make a sword and kill the spider. Let me let me that's give you a piece like, of advice. My, because I, I realized the spider will still be there. It was well, really stubborn. No, he he's probably gone now, Federico. He's yeah, I removed. will find it. I will find it.
0: There are many. There's there's just so you know, but you
1: can take I will kill them all. Okay. <laughs> I will become all. the spider killer.
0: My uh my advice to you now would be to when you respawn, build a shelter which you can see from the respawn point. Build a new shelter.
1: It was on top of a of a hill.
0: Yeah, I mean it, but it can be difficult. I mean I the other thing the other thing you could do is when you find the, the your shelter, build a bed. Look okay. online. You can you basically need to get some wool from some sheep and you need to get some wood. And you can build a bed and then once you sleep in the bed, you will always respawn wherever you last slept. Oh, really? yeah, look up some of this stuff online there are There is an incredible amount of resources, and it's perfectly okay to look at them, okay because you know the game has gotten easier, like the Vita game and the PlayStation game helps you a lot more in crafting, like it actually tells you what you need the the ingredients but when I first played it on the Mac it didn't like if you if you wanted to build like a sword you had to work it out yourself it didn't say like select sword these are the materials you needed you needed okay. to just try different materials and hope that you built something so i looked online and found out a lot of this stuff so they've made it more more like approachable in that cool. way but just take a look at some online resources but i i really at the moment you are you've not gotten there yet you are still in the frustrating point you need to to explore more because you you have not gotten to the 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 real meat of the game. Okay. Be- I because I genuinely believe that unlike any game that I've ever played, Minecraft has these moments where it t- shocks and surprises you in the nicest ways. Yeah, that ways, was. Um, yeah. And you've not gotten because to
1: I that. felt like I felt like it wasn't fair. You know. Yeah. Like I spent this solid two hours exploring and learning the game and and I was told that I needed to survive the night so I built a shelter and it was nice and a spider sat on top of it and it killed me as soon as I stepped outside and I felt like that was crazy because I didn't deserve that, you know? (laughs) Like I put, I guess it was like a metaphor of life. It is. You build all these nice things and then a spider kills you.
0: But it's still there, you know. I mean that's the, I know
1: it's the part you didn't know, but it's mm-hmm. still there for you. You just yeah. need to find and now, I'll, now I'll make swords.
0: Now you can make swords. I, and you can take I, them I, down. Yes. You know? It'll
1: be my new personal goal.
0: Those spiders, buddy, I'm telling you, they they don't know what they're they don't know what they're in for here. Yep. They got they I got Federico Vittici on the case. hmm That's what's happening now.
1: Yes. Yes. Very cool. Okay, Mike, I will get back to you. This, I guess, will become some sort of regular section. Federico plays Minecraft.
0: I would like that a lot. I would like that it's a like lot. It's like Twitch
1: plays Pokemon. And uh, but this <laughs> but on the podcast. I
0: know this. I know we say this all the time, but why don't we actually just play together?
1: What do you do together? Well, we like, can build together. Do you want to build a like a relay office in Minecraft? <gasps> we can, we can we <laughs> do that. We can have desks with microphones.
0: I'm. am con- I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work this out. We're gonna do this. Okay. Cool. Like, let's do it. We. I'm. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna work it out, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna do it today. I've. I've made that decision.
1: Okay. Awesome. It'll be a new, a good marketing opportunity. Yeah. This to is, show the relay office in Minecraft.
0: This is gonna be the best. <laughs> I'm gonna work this out. How you do it on the Vita? Because I don't know yet. I don't even know how you do it on the Vita. Because I haven't tried. And we're fantastic. Gonna- we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have a great time. Awesome! I'm making notes now. Work out how to play Minecraft with Federico.
1: Are you making notes where? Tell um, me about your workflow.
0: It's. I've. Uh, this is the thing. It make this horrifies people. I just open the sticky notes app. You know, on the <laughs> Mac, the stickies. Because it's there, right? And well, it just okay. Yeah. yeah it. Makes and sense. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. And people. It's think not paper,
1: so at least that's you got that going for you. You're not wasting paper. No. With the real sticky. Yeah. Okay.
0: We should. Uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay, now we're going to take a bit of a tangent here, but I really think that we should. We should. Um, we should do some Twitch streaming. Me and you. I know yeah, we thought about problem. it a bunch, but I really think we should do it.
1: Yeah, this year I think I'm better. i better um I like. I have a better setup because my internet connection is faster. Yeah. Um, and, I, and also because I got plenty of 4G with me. But even if 4G is not enough, uh, my Wi-Fi is basically double what I had last year. So I should be able to stream. Uh, the problem is that I want to get a PS4, because uh, I don't think I have a console or PC capable of streaming to Twitch at the moment. Whereas yeah, you do.
0: If I was playing... That- I'm not sure if you can do this yet. I haven't looked, but if I'm able to if we're able to play Minecraft together with me on the PS4 and you on the Vita, we could we could still stream it.
1: In theory, yes. yes.
0: Because I could use the output of Skype potentially and the PlayStation. So we
1: play Minecraft on the PlayStation, we talk over Skype and we stream everything over Twitch somehow. I need, I, I need to look into a bunch of
0: these things. How would make that work? But it's all possible.
1: Yeah, that could be fun. We could could be fun. We could we could uh, we could have sponsors inside Minecraft.
0: <laughs> we could like we could we could make a big like uh, dash <laughs> like <laughs> palladium com. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about sponsors, we're g- we're going to talk about our games of the year in a moment. Um, But let's talk for now about Sketch Party TV. Sketch Party TV is a great, fun, fast drawing and guessing game for the Apple TV. They use AirPlay mirroring so it turns your HDTV into a Wi-Fi drawing canvas and a fantastic party game which is perfect for the upcoming holidays but also for family get-togethers, other special occasions or maybe just some game nights with friends. Sketch Party TV is a drawing game for two teams of up to eight players per team and it's kind of like Pictionary for uh, Pictionary. The standard, standard gameplay settings give each player five words you get a bunch of words to draw in two minutes so you draw out the words and you try and get your teammates to guess and that's how you score points each player gets two turns of these two minutes a piece. With six total players, a full game can be played in about half an hour. But you can customise how long you want the game to be, you have options for the numbers of words to draw per turn, and a t- you can set your own time limits. They have loads of different word lists of varying difficulty, and they even have word lists for kids. All you need is an Apple TV and an iPad or an iPhone. There are thousands of words to draw in seven different languages, including French, German, Spanish, English, and Italian. And Sketch Party TV is great for the Classroom 2 with a custom word this editor available as an in-app purchase. The custom word list editor is regularly an additional one ninety nine, but through to January fifth, the editor add-on is totally free. This is a critically acclaimed and enjoyed worldwide game, including by Mr. Federico Viti. Sketch Party TV is available on the App Store or at sketchparty.tv slash Virtual. Thank you so much to Sketch Party TV for their support of this show.
1: I was just looking for for my shelter again.
0: Uh huh. Any luck?
1: No, I found uh, another hill with a. Uh, there's like a small forest. Right. Oh yeah, actually, uh, I cut down some of these trees already. Because I see that uh, that was my my cutting there. Do you just do you just punch trees? Uh, well, you should be using
0: an axe. So after you've punched them, you can then create an axe. You can craft an axe.
1: Hmm. I uh, do. You think I should be getting one of those um, uh, Minecraft guides for the iPad, like one of those unofficial guides, uh, or should I just go to a website?
0: Go to a website.
1: Okay. Any recommendation?
0: Just Google it, man. Like there's <laughs> okay. there's great wiki pages, or just watch YouTube videos, or
1: I will figure it out, Mike. You can do it, like, Danny. Yeah. You you can do this. Yeah, I want to like. It's a a mission to kill that spider. Just a spider, you know? It's, like, out of principle. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about, Mike, our favorite games of the year.
0: Yeah, so what we've done is... Now, typically, you hear people give their lists, and they'll give their game of the year, but... yeah, we that's... kind of haven't done that. We have a selection of games that we've enjoyed a lot, and we want to just talk exactly. about those ones. I didn't really want to rank them. I find that really difficult to do, mm, especially really because is. you play them at different times and yeah, you know, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure many of my games didn't even actually came come out in in 2014. It's just I played them in 2014. Um, so yeah, should I should I start? And then we do we do. Uh, one game each? Yeah, let's do do that.
0: Let's do one game each from
1: our list. Okay, so my first pick is Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. I had tons of fun uh, playing Mario Kart on my own. I think it's... uh, It's probably the best entry in the series, uh, at least on a a home console. I still love Mario Kart 7 on my 3DS, but Mario Kart 8 looks great on the Wii U, like it looks fantastic, Uh, 60 frames per second. It looks really fluid when you play on a a good TV. Um, I appreciate the fact that it doesn't have the complications of the GameCube version. The slowness of the of the old Wii version—it's just right for me. Just like it feels right, it feels like a good sequel to Mario Kart Seven. I like the new anti gravity mode, and but the game I, I feel like is best, of course, when you play multiplayer. So I've been playing with friends and with my girlfriend uh, at least a couple of times. Uh, we had tons of fun, just trying to you know. T- Even when you Mario Kart 8 is the kind of game that when you're playing multiplayer, even when you lose, it's you're still having you're still having fun. And I don't like particularly the uh the battle mode of this version. Uh Nintendo for some reason didn't uh didn't use the old um like they went for the they didn't use small arenas uh for the battle mode where you need to survive and basically uh, destroy other characters' balloons. Um they instead they're using regular tracks and which are simply too big. Like, you get lost when you're playing in battle mode. But for everything else, I feel like... I, I mean, I've been playing online. I've been playing on my own. I've been playing with friends. Um, I think Mario Kart is, looks fantastic. Um, the controls are great. The music is amazing. And definitely like, one of the reasons to get a Wii U. So, yeah, my first pick goes to Mario Kart. Really happy with the game.
0: So... It's interesting that yeah, you know, we spoke about um Minecraft and and your uh you got a little bit upset. Um and now one of my games of the year is a game that also made you very
1: upset, which is Rogue yes. Legacy. Oh my god, yes. Uh
0: so much so you know I mentioned that I have family members that listen to this show. So my brother is a fan, as well as uh, my sister in law. It's really interesting. More members of my family listen to this show than any other and they all they they all remark whenever we talk about the show about the moment in which uh, you got really upset about rogue legacy uh, oh what uh, did i say you know uh, you you were really concerned that the guys were dying every time and it made you sad oh yeah you know and and you, re- you it really you didn't you didn't like that i think that was on episode 1 of virtual actually Oh, where, okay. where you spoke about your your sadness for the dying characters. It's really Rogue sad, Legacy.
1: especially because you see a timeline of dead people. So, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so uh people find that because uh, it was a rather entertaining in its in its own <laughs> way. But Rogue Legacy, uh it's it's easily one of my favorite games this year. Absolutely fantastic on the PlayStation, uh the Vita and the PS4 just a great roguelike where you're just running through dungeons and killing things and leveling up a character, and yet, you know, you, you you go through this family tree, which really upsets Federico, but I think it's a really interesting way of doing things, and it has all these really fun moments as well, you know, like it doesn't take itself too seriously, and you have these, like, um the, these great moments where, for example, you know, somebody might be colorblind, so the game goes black and white, or they're, like, they have vertigo, so the game's upside down, like, it's just a great, fun... Fantastic game. And if you have the PlayStation, if you have any kind of new PlayStation console, you should be you should be trying out Road Legacy, an absolutely fantastic game. Easily one of my games of the year.
1: Hmm. Very cool. My next pick is, uh, I think it is pretty obvious that for, from me, you will see a lot of uh, Nintendo and PS Vita picks, uh, but also iPad, which is something that I want to talk about at the end. Anyway, my next pick is Super Smash Brothers both on the 3DS and the Wii U. I played more on the 3DS because I think, surprisingly, I didn't think this will, would happen, but I do believe that uh, Super Smash lends itself better, at least for me, to a console, to a portable console. And I just... Like, my mind is blown at the, con- at the idea that I can have Super Smash with me all the time. When I was a kid and I spent... Hundreds of hours playing Super Smash Brothers on the GameCube. I would never, you know, it was impossible for me to think that someday I would have the same experience on a portable Nintendo console. And now the Super Smash for the 3DS is just like full of content. Like you, there's like you need to choose what you want to do because you will lose dozens of hours just with this, with any mode that you that you pick in the game. Um, the game, of course, doesn't look as uh, amazingly detailed or fast or fluid as the Wii U version, which is also awesome. And but you know, it's still Super Smash Bros And again, I've been playing uh, single player online. Actually, I've been playing quite a bit of online on, on the 3DS with Super Smash Brothers. Uh, just because I I want to I want to see how people fight and in in. Unlike Mario Kart 8, losing is not fun in Super Smash, but you learn a lot from other people. At least that's how I feel. I love being able to choose many, many characters. I like to learn different skill sets and moves, different combos. I love exploring all the stages and the secrets. And Super Smash, just I'm not typically into fighting games, uh, but Super Smash with its... uh, like it's a mix of uh, a fighting game but also like you need to learn a lot of things which i like i like to memorize stuff and take notes and and also like the collectible aspect you can collect trophies and items and you can collect music you know it's the kind of a uh, i like to collect things and uh, so yeah super smash um, i di- i didn't think nintendo would do a good job in porting all this content to uh, to to the 3DS but instead, it's I think it's easily um my 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 game of the year for the three ds. Uh, actually, I don't know because I, it's a hard fight. still, in my top three for sure, uh, which is why I mentioned it, uh, I want to give it more time on the Wii U,, uh, but based on what I saw, it looks just gorgeous and and it's fun, and the bigger screen helps. So yes, if you're if you're a fan of Super Smash, uh the new games out this year, totally, totally worth the money.
0: So my next is probably the game that I played the most this year. By far, I put more hours into this game than any other video game, and that's threes. Oh, love the game. I think I play threes every day. And You really? Yeah. Wow. Um and I've probably played it like ninety percent of days this year. Like I play three I used to play threes on the train waiting in line I play threes in the morning I play threes to listen to podcasts like I just play threes the the game I'm not even like that good at threes but I love this game I love it so much it's so perfect for the iPhone it's just like a great game that you can just play to do something you know my top score mm. is 29616 which nice. is good but it's nowhere near it's nowhere near so like you know I On my list, on my Game Center list, I'm number 13, right? So there are people that are doing way better than me at this game. But it's just an absolute delight. If for any reason you have not yet bought this game, I don't know what what you're doing uh, <laughs> with your life. True. You need to have played 3s. It is just stupendous. And a real kind of like surprise for how good it is, and it's getting better and better, you know?
1: Yeah, I saw there was an update with a new, like, new statistics.
0: Yep. They're adding more, like, the game engine has been tweaked a little bit so it's easier to score big numbers, and they've done some, they've made some additions for competitive play um, to make them more strategy, even more strategy than there was before. I love threes, uh, and you need you need to you need to buy and play threes if you haven't. Um, yeah, if, cool. it, it's definitely the game I've played the absolute most this year.
1: And we love the story behind threes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, like, it's, well, the the design concept and the, the problem with um, what's the other game? Um, t- uh, ten
0: twenty forty eight.
1: Twenty forty eight. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but, but Apple uh, picked Threes as a App Store Game of the Year, I think, and also they gave it uh, an Apple Design Award, so it's good to see uh, creativity being recognized, you know?
0: Yep, definitely, definitely uh, deserved.
1: My next game is uh, the second game that I put the most time into this year, which is Fantasy Life for the 3DS. So as we were discussing a few minutes ago, Fantasy Life is a weird, uh, cute I would say, uh, combination of uh, Animal Crossing, like so, a life simulator and an action RPG. In Fantasy Life, you're, you you have to choose one of twelve lives, and so think like traditional classes, uh, but all but in a way that like. It's not necessarily about fighting or killing monsters. It's more about like crafting items, but not like Minecraft, uh, where you can choose an, like a virtually unlimited number of objects. Um, there's a like you need to play mini games. So, for instance, you can be you can be like a miner and you collect metals and other materials, and then uh, you you can be you can be um, you can be a tailor. And make clothes, so you need to play mini games to craft those items. Or you can be like a like um, you can be a knight and just use swords and have traditional fighting skills. But the real fun in in fantasy life is not necessarily about the storyline, which is kind of dumb. Uh, it's just it's one of those uh, Japanese style of games with plenty of dialogue, uh, bad jokes which are actually funny in a way, and it, for me, I I I sank so much time into this game because it it, it kind of gives in this in these twelve classes, it gives me the freedom to just play slowly, just take my time exploring all the different possibilities like. I want to make a better sword for my for my for my knight. So I need to be a miner and collect some better materials. But to collect better materials, I need I need a pickaxe. So I need to be a woodcutter first because I need to collect better better wood material for my. You know, it's a it's a it's a cycle of trying different things, see what's best for you. And it um, the the world is really cute. The carters are really cute. It's just. It's a relaxing game for me, and it's got, I guess you could say the same thing about Animal Crossing, uh, which is also bigger in terms of dialogue and items you can collect, but the difference is that Fantasy Life has more of a, like more of a purpose, I would say. Like you need what to do. It's just that you don't have to do it. You can take it slowly, take your time, explore the world. Uh, do there's like hundreds of quests and and sub quests. You can you can do whatever you want. You can you can choose whether you want to follow the storyline or you can just talk to uh, talk to people and do their silly <laughs> missions. It's it's really cute and fun and and it makes me relax after a long day of work Um, so yes Fantasy Life if you can find it for a discount maybe a GameStop because people don't understand the game, get it right now otherwise I would suggest paying the full price because it's totally worth it if you're into this kind of game
0: Awesome, I haven't played it, I I, I, I don't know about it but um, I take your uh, I I take your opinion on it, you know I feel that you know I feel that you know these games. GTA 5 is on my list uh I've I've only played GTA 5 on the Xbox 360. Um, I plan to get it on the next gen consoles. I'm gonna get it for PlayStation 4 because it does look incredible. I just haven't got around to it yet uh, because I've already played the game through once so it's kind of like on the list for later you know I've got other things that have b- been bumping through it's just, it's the best GTA game. I think I played in in quality. It's not the one that I put the most time into, but the the story is good. There's some new in, interesting things in there, like the heist missions and things like that, and the fact that there's a few different characters. It adds a different dimension to the game. But it's incredibly well crafted and it's entertaining. And and I am a big fan of these of this series of games. And any year that a GTA game comes out, it, it's pretty much always going to find itself onto my list. I know that there are a lot of problems with GTA and. And, and what it represents and and some of the things that it does. But I, I kind of, for me, I try and put some of that stuff aside while I'm playing and I play the game that I want to play the way I want to play it. You know, I, I don't have to get myself involved with some of the things that occur in GTA if I don't want to in some instances, and I don't necessarily do that. So I just enjoy the game for kind of the silly, outlandish, crazy thing that it is. And, and I really enjoy GTA V, and it's a game that I recommend because I think that it's kind of like the pinnacle of game creation in some ways because they put so much time, money and effort into these games. Nobody nobody else can make games the way that Rockstar makes games. uh and and I, and i really enjoyed it and i'm very excited to play it on the PlayStation 4. GTA 5.
1: My next pick also for the 3DS is the game that i put the most time into in many, many years, that's over, uh, I'm pretty sure, 70 hours of gameplay, Bravely Default. It's uh, it's a classic RPG for the Nintendo 3DS, uh, developed by Square Enix. Uh, Bravely Default came out in Japan over two years ago. It became so popular that last year, at the end of last year, uh, Square Enix decided to release the game in the West, and I started playing Bravely Default last winter, and but I have really uh, vivid memories of playing Bravely Default in January and February. I put so much time into the game. Um, it's uh, it's just if you like old Final Fantasy games, uh, traditional Japanese RPG uh, kind of stuff for for. You know, for a portable console, you need to get Bravely Default. Um, the story is good. Um, the mechanics are great. Uh, they the game has some modern twists on traditional uh, RPG games, such as the fact that you can you know you can decide uh, the the amount of random encounters. You can switch classes at any time. You can equip different sets of skills, and the music is great. Um the characters are funny and lovable and I like I said I put really more than 70 hours into this game which I'm pretty sure it, it's the first like the last time that I put so much time into a game was for I guess Pokemon Pokemon Ruby on the on the on the original GBA or maybe Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Um I I really love Bravely Default. There's a sequel coming in April in Japan called Bravely Second, uh, which we will hopefully see um, also in the West. If you love RPG games, Bravely Default for the 3DS, I'm pretty sure you can find it cheap by now because it's been out for for over a year. Highly, highly recommended. Cool.
0: Um, Again, another game that I'm not sure about. I trust you. Oli uh, Oli. Oh, a this one we have in, in common. Yeah, we we, have, we in have in common. Oli so. uh, Oli is a superb uh, PlayStation Vita game. That, I mean, it's on some other platforms now too, but I played it on the Vita. Loved it on the Vita. you yes, Yeah. It's just, we spoke about it before. It's like a skateboarding game, but it's more like a kind of platformer. It's a real interesting cross between the two. You travel left to right in trying to continue combos and you're grinding and doing tricks and it has a really interesting control scheme and it's just a game that feels like it was just so well crafted for the console that it was you know made to be played on the vita and it just an absolutely perfect vita game i love Oli ollie so much i'm so excited for ollie Oli 2 i got a chance to play some of that um at the the video egx video game expo that i went to you're a gamer uh uh, I just love Olioli. What have you got to say about Olioli, Federico?
1: It's such a great game, Mike. Like I'm trying like no, I was just thinking about Olioli, there was a combo that I, that I could never uh that I could never uh figure out how to do and I was thinking about the name uh, of the combo. You know? It was like picturing the menu. Oli Oli, like, like the screen that you see with the list of combos. Yeah. And I like cannot the, figure I think, out the name.
0: I think it's called The Trictionary.
1: The Trictionary? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were saying, I'm sorry, I, I just uh, got lost in my Oli Oli thoughts.
0: Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I couldn't speak highly enough about this game. Oh, uh, it's
1: fantastic. Just um, like, like if. It's one of those of those games that like you feel the game in the in the controls. You know what I mean? Like you feel what you like the buttons you press. Like you feel you're controlling a skateboard, but actually you're just pressing buttons on a PlayStation, you know? Like you feel the right connection. Like I, I think the, the the way that Oli Oli feels natural and, and connected with we we your input is uh is similar to how Mario Mario games feel so direct and so intuitive you know and yeah absolutely one of the best games on vita i think so so excited for the sequel um yeah i love the game easily what it's when i get my every time i pick up my ps vita i i think it's like uh, three is for you. Oli Oli is for me. Like I, I, Even if I'm not particularly great at the game, I just keep playing because it, it's fun. and uh, You know? Yeah. I so, love the game.
0: I'm totally on board with that.
1: 100%. My next game also we have in common. Yes. So I will skip Oli Oli. Monument Valley. Uh, puzzle game for iOS and Android. Uh, Came out on the iPad and iPhone first uh, this year. Absolutely one of the best games on iOS. One of the most original and beautiful and artistic games on iOS. You control Ida, or Ida, I call her Ida, because it's Italian. And uh, you control Ida in this stages that look like paintings and they look like um, like impossible stages because they are made of platforms and staircases and, and just architecturally speaking they don't make any sense because they are meant to trick your brain and in this game you have to change your perspective or to rotate levels or to make the character walk upside down just to do impossible stuff to get to the end of a level And this mix of um, weird structures and architectural impossibilities and beautiful graphics, minimally beautiful sounds and music make Monument Valley, at least for me, one of the most original games I ever played on on iOS. It's just, it's like a, a, a small digital piece of art. And. The, the the indie studio behind Monument Valley us two, um they said that they wanted to make each stage of Monument Valley uh, a painting you could you could put up on a wall and just look at it. And for me it's, it's just what they say, you know, it's it's beautiful to look at, and when you play, it it, it, it engages your brain because you need to figure out some levels, and especially the more advanced ones, uh, they can take you a few minutes, you know, like, you need to think about what you're doing. And there's uh, two expansion packs available uh, for the original game. Absolutely, uh, it's really a gem, you know? Um, I love it.
0: Yeah, I mean... That that is exactly how I feel about Monument Valley. Like it's just everything about the game is just what makes gaming great, you know? Let alone mm-hmm. just kind of what makes iOS gaming so cool and so interesting. And they did so much that was new and that we hadn't really seen people do before. Uh, it's, it's such a fan of Monument Valley and and, and I'm so excited
1: to see what, what us two do next.
0: So I think we're back to you now, Federica.
1: Back to me. Mm-hmm. Another iOS game came out uh, in the past in the past month. It's uh, Space Age by Matt Comey and Never Morgan, uh, also known as Big Big Bucket Big Bucket Software. Yeah, big Bucket Software. Um, they're the makers of the Incident, which was another iOS game released uh, three years ago. Space Age is a new space adventure. It's uh, it's, uh, it's got this uh, great-looking uh, retro pixel graphic style, and it's heavily based on a story. You need to explore this alien planet called Kepler-16, and I won't say much more because you need to figure out the story on your own. Space Age is not a long game. You can finish the game in uh, five or six hours, pretty much like Monument Bali. And it's uh, this great, like great take on strategy games and adventure games where you need to explore and talk to people and combine items. Um, for me, Space Age is like again—it's one of those iPad games. I played on my iPad, but there's a, an update uh, out let you sync your progress with iCloud between the iPad and the iPhone if you want to keep on uh, to keep playing on both devices um i just had fun you know, like sitting down with my iPad and reading the, the the funny dialogue in Space Age listening to the excellent soundtrack by Cable Sasser of Panic um if you like adventure games and if you like games with story with dialogue that you can you know if you like games that that tell you a story rather than just you know puzzle games where you just need to play um space age original ios only game i love it i think it's also discounted right now on the app store so no excuse yeah great game fantastic choice
0: um my next is Love trousers uh I really, really enjoyed this game by Vlambeer on the Vita. Uh, I put a lot of time into it. It's a great kind of really nice style, like dog, like air dog fighting game. Basically, you you have a a, a air vehicle that you're piloting and trying to shoot others out of the sky in a kind of like a uh, an interesting viewpoint. You kind of look at the the. The action from like a side view, you know, it looks like how a platform would look, that two D scrolling style, but you're like flying around and doing loops, and you can customize your vehicle to your own tastes, and it gives you different abilities, and a really punishing game, but a fun game, like all their games.
1: Very cool. What my final, my final pick, Mike, mm-hmm. Fez, for the PS Vita. So. Fez is uh, it's not a new game. Nope. It I'm pretty sure it didn't even come out on the PS Vita in 2014. I can't remember. Uh, again, I remember playing Fez this year. Fez is a genius puzzle game by Phil Fish. Um uh, it's really hard to describe Fez because it, it is a puzzle, it is a it is an indie puzzle game where you need to you need to rotate 2D levels um in a in a 3D perspective to change what you see in 2D and make sure you can explore all the different parts of a level to collect little cubes. It 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 sounds more complex I mean, it is complex, but when you describe it, it sounds really complex and like, oh my God, what kind of game is that? When you see Fez in motion, it all comes together, it all clicks, and I, I'm i pretty sure I put like 30 or 40 hours into Fez. Uh, it's a game yeah. full of secrets. Um, you need to discover a lot of things. There's a lot of stages, uh, a lot of hidden cubes. Uh, there's a whole... Uh, hidden language inside the game. If you want to understand, like all the di- like the, the messages left into the game, um, Fez is really. It, it's not an easy game if you want to discover all the secrets. If you want to explore and complete all the stages, um, I think it, it, per- it as a as a puzzle game. It makes perfect sense on the PS Vita. The controls feel just right. Uh, the graphics look look. Fantastic on the on the PS Vita screen. Um it's not an original PlayStation game, but I think it I mean I saw Fez on PC. Uh I think the format and the graphics and the controls are amazing for the Vita. So my favorite Vita game of the year, uh Fez. Wow. And yes. Cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So
0: I have I have two more, but they're kind of caveated. Uh, Shovel Knight and Nuclear Throne are both games that really have impressed me this year, and I enjoyed playing an awful lot, but I haven't played enough of them. So mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of can't feel like I... I don't feel like I can pick them in my game of the year list because I've not played enough of either game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Nuclear Throne wasn't com- isn't complete and is even more completed now since I was playing it and I really want to play it on one of the consoles that I like to play rather than on the Mac and also uh, Shovel Knight I just haven't put enough time into since I got it on the 3DS um, maybe I'll I think I'll actually enjoy playing it a bit more on the Wii U who knows maybe just get it on another platform uh, but I, I really do love those games and I think that they're worth your time and attention but I, I, do, I haven't played enough of them yet but they're both really great uh, really great additions I think really nice So I think that's it, Federico. That kind of wraps up our games of the year. I mean, interestingly, we do have another episode next week, you know, which is which is gonna be obviously before the end of the year, just but I kind of thought that we would
1: probably talk a lot about my Wii U (laughs) next week. We can talk about your Wii U and we can talk about general thoughts of what we saw in this year of gaming. Yeah.
0: But I, I figured there wasn't going to be... Like, who knows, right? I could pick up Mario Kart and it could blow my mind, but I don't think a week will be enough for me to to grant a game of the year status, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so there you go uh, uh, that, that, that wraps it up for this week's episode we mentioned earlier we put I put links to all of those games that we've mentioned as well into the show notes if you want to go to relay.fm virtual slash 19 you'll find those I hope that all of you out there get the video games and the consoles that you want this holiday season and that you have a good time enjoying them all thanks again to our sponsors for this week our friends at Dash and our friends at Sketch Party TV you should go check them out, support them, because they help support us. If you want to find us online, I'm at imike, I M Y K E, and Federico's at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and of course you should be reading the great max net. And if we do ever work out how to do that streaming thing, we'll let you know about it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Say goodbye, Federico.
1: Arrivederci.